This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Helena Harris from Little Compton, Rhode Island. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 19th, episode number 200, no, 2000, holy cow, 2460. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Little girls, it's time to get off your ponies and get into a go-kart. Yeah. And I can tell you, actually, from some experience of horses, the good thing is, when you walk out in the morning, you'll find that your go-kart hasn't crapped itself and died in the night. <laughs> so it's better than your horse. You'll also find out that go-karts are more fun than going on an horse. They just are. Yes, yes. And you'll find also that a go-kart won't pop its long, stupid head up over the stable door and look at you. And you know it's thinking, it's trying to say to you, hey, your wife, she's, she's back here with me, in here. Uh, she's given me breakfast in bed, crapped myself last night, but she's clearing that up with a garden fork. <laughs> and then it says, and the penis is a bit dirty. She'll be sorting that out for me later on. <laughs> And then your wife's head will pop up over the stable door and she'll say, don't look at him like that. He'll think you don't like him. And you'll say, I know! <laughs> if I could speak horse, I would tell him I hate you. I hate the way you steal my wife and my money and my status around here. <laughs> and then one day you'll have a conversation with your wife and she'll say, darling, I need a trailer to move my special horse around to wonderful places because these fields are too small for him to exercise his magnificent muscled legs. And you'll say, OK, I'll get you a trailer. And then she'll say, I need a special car to tow the special trailer to carry the special horse. So you'll get one. And then one day she'll say, I need a lorry, a great big lorry to carry my great big magnificent horse around the country. And the lorry must have a kitchen and a bed in it so I can sleep close to my horse, closer to my horse than I am to you. And at that moment, your head will bow and your heart will break because you know you have lost and the horse has won. <laughs> That was Richard Hammond on the Grand Tour. <laughs> By the way, let me follow that up with this. So, do you remember we got a new special trailer for her special horse? So it had a front-loading ramp so the horse didn't have to back out and could walk out the front? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm -hmm. we had a Toyota Tundra. Well, the Toyota Tundra is a half ton because that's all Toyota Tundras come in. Guess what we had to do this week? You had to upgrade. We had to get a bigger truck because of the trailer, which got bigger. So, yeah, I kind of feel for that whole thing right now, which is why I played it. And I'm giddy for Jennifer. <laughs> Now, we upgraded to the same year and really the almost exact same mileage as the truck we had before, but it's a three-quarter ton instead of a half ton and has a diesel. So it'll go for like 4,000, 100,000 more miles, right? But uh, And it'll pull that trailer. <laughs> There's no question about that. And it'll give your wife peace of mind. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And, oh, and it also... Because our trailer's a tag-along, because it's not very long, but it was too much for the for the truck we had. Uh, and uh, this new truck conveniently has a fifth-wheel hitch already on it. So when we have to upgrade to the living quarters trailer... <laughs> I like how you say when, we have, not if... <laughs> We're going to do some comedy today because you know what? It's before Father's Day. Every, the world's kind of going to shit. So we're going we're gonna to do some comedy today. We have some more comedy lined up for you today. Helene is on the show. That's fun, too. Thank you for filling in for Jamie. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It's always fun to be here. And of course, Helena was the uh, first co-host here on Horse Radio Network on the Stable Scoop Show and now is a host of Stall and Stable. And we have a big announcement about that, don't we? We do. Do I make it or do you? You can do it. Yeah, you make it. No, you make it. <laughs> so Stall and Stable is now part of the Horse Radio Network. So Helena's been doing this show for how long? Uh, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Wow. Doesn't seem like two and a half years. Seems like yesterday. Actually, maybe it was two show. years. 
I don't know. I got, I'm uh, at 42 episodes. How many years is that? That's a long time. That's so, uh, so Helena's now, uh, the show is now on the Horse Radio Network, which basically means you can listen to it on the Horse Radio Network app. It's on there. You can go find all the back episodes on there. Go take a listen to all of them if you want. And you can also find it on the website on horseradionetwork.com. But you can also find it on the All Shows feed. So I know about a thousand of you listen to the All Shows feed where you listen to more than one show. It's If you don't know about it, you listen to more than one Horse Radio Network show. We put all the shows, every episode we produce at the Horse Radio Network goes out in the All Shows feed. And you find it by just searching Horse Radio Network All Shows feed. I love uh, it because I get a little alert on my phone. It says, All Shows feed, new show. And then I'm you like, see yeah. yours? <laughs> and I do see mine now, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that pops in and you can listen to it there. We're just happy to have you as, as on, back on the network after all this time. So, like I said, so you back. can go home again. We're going to talk more about Stall and Stable later on. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Father's Day. We have some more horse husband humor for you. We also have some wisdom from a New Zealand farmer we're going to talk about together. <laughs> and we have a guest coming on. Neil is our editor for the last couple of years from Wild Style Media here in Florida. And he's also a dad. And he has a new store that sells dad stuff. So I want to have him on to talk about it because... Uh, Helena and I both happen to like the kind of thing he sells. So we're going to just tease it with that. And uh, if I could, I would collect more of them if Jennifer would let me, but she's not letting me. So, because <laughs> I, I can see why. We'll, we'll talk about that later, why she won't let me collect more of those. But let's do our daily winnings. Oh, that was loud. Sorry about that. Volume was up. <laughs> Well, my birthday winnies go out to auditors Matthew Stanley, Lindsay LeCourcier. I'm going with that. LeCourcier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? That was good. Yeah. yeah. Carolyn O'Hare, uh, Jack Matt, uh, Karina Marote, and Linda Carpenter. Happy birthday to all of you. I get to do my daily winning now. Yep. I love that. Can I just say uh, my horse, my mare, every single time, every single time the daily winning comes on, it gets her. We hear that from more people. And I'm always surprised the number of people aren't listening on earbuds. Well, no, I, I stick my um, phone in my pocket. Ah. Because my earbuds get caught up in my pitchfork. Oh, you know, <laughs> I run I, it down through my shirt. So that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, I'm not that talented, <laughs> so I listen a lot just on my my phone's regular speaker. So, it, plus, I know that the horses like to hear the Winnie. So, um, but it, I mean, it gets her. She never figures out that this is not a real horse. Uh, more and more so, people say that. Even they'll they'll be playing in the barn, and from the field, their their horses yeah. will say, "Okay, it's, it's so cute. It's so cute." All right, my daily Winnie um, goes out to a woman named Marjorie Smith. Marjorie is the founder of The Barefoot Horse. It's a blog and media platform. She was, is, was a pioneer in natural hoof care and really helped to bring barefoot trimming to the horse world in general. She is retired now. She's moved to the Pacific Northwest and she is a champion for uh, the environment and um, all kinds of eco-friendly living. But um, Helena, the freak show, um, thought that her horse was dying and therefore had to pull her front shoes and that would save the horse. Um, so I, I pulled Susie's front shoes and um, started to really dive deep into the research of barefoot uh, hoof care and diet and all this stuff. And because I live at the end of the earth, it's really hard for me to and find. And she's OCD. Hard. And when she dives into something, she dives oh, into something. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't find anybody. Uh, who was like a real pro quality barefoot trimmer down here. So a friend of a friend recommended uh, that I reach out to Marjorie Smith. This woman is seriously the most knowledgeable, kind, helpful person I have ever met in horse care. She and I have been communicating back and forth via email and pictures. She's for free has been consulting with me on how to best take care of Susie's feet as we transition her from shod to barefoot. 
a fabulous woman. So a big daily Winnie to Marjorie Smith. Well, and cool that she's just doing that out of the kindness of her heart. She's like, I'm like, here's my problem. And she's like, oh, this is fun. You know, she's been out of <laughs> hoof care for long enough where my particular issue is kind of like a puzzle to her. Um, but I am grateful for her assistance and her graciousness. Very good. Well, uh, th- thank you to her for helping you out. That's great. So I found this, and I thought this would be perfect for when you and I were on together. And this is something I saw. I don't know where I saw it on Facebook page someplace, but it's out of a New Zealand farming magazine. Uh, And it was it's called Advice from an Old Farmer. And I used to be actually in the financial world. I dealt with old farmers is who I dealt with. I did estate planning for old farmers and they were all pig. They were all some pigs and mostly cows. You know, it was in Pennsylvania. So it was mostly dairy cows. And let me tell you, there's no harder life than a dairy farmer. There is nothing worse than being a dairy farmer, in my mm-hmm. opinion. They never get a day off. It's always work, work, work. They're up at four. They go to bed at nine and they've worked entire day. All to make sure we get our milk. But it's just a hard life. It really is. Yeah, My um, neighbor's a dairy farmer. Oh, it's tough. It's tough life. I mean, they truly never get any time off because those things need milk twice a day, just like our horses need fed. But you know the horses, they can slide an hour or two. The cows will burst. So, I mean, they, need, really, need, yeah. they really need milked when they're supposed to be milked. I've had to wrangle uh, loose dairy cows more than once <laughs> around here. It's a lot in, of fun. In clogs, it? in my dance goes. <laughs> It's fun, let me tell you. So this was something that was written by an old dairy farmer. And I just thought, Helene and I, and the older you are, I think the more you're going to relate to some of these. But I thought (laughs) we could talk about them. They're just short. Uh, Your fences need to be horse high, pig tight, and bull strong. Only a horse person or a farmer will even understand what that means. (laughs) Fences are everything. (laughs) Fences are a metaphor for life. It is. It kind of is when you think about it. Because all of us have had, I mean, we had, when we lived in Pennsylvania, there was more than one time those horses were out the road two in the morning and we get a knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's always two in the morning. They're always out at two in the morning. (laughs) In a snowstorm. Yeah, exactly. It's cold. It's raining. (laughs) Uh, keep skunks and bankers at a distance. <laughs> bankers more so than skunks. <laughs> I like that one, especially if. Uh, do, do you were you old enough to remember the day I used to? Well, first of all, pre ATM machine when you had mm-hmm. to go into the bank to get money out for the weekend, and you used to go in, but they all knew you. I mean, every bank was a local bank. There were no big banks. Yeah, and you cast your check. You cast your check. They knew who you were. Uh, everybody knew who you were. When you needed a loan, you got a loan because your dad had had three loans. Uh, and you didn't, there was no co-signing. It's just, you were his son. So you got a loan for your car. <laughs> it's just, that's the way it was. When we bought our farm, our big farm, uh, the guy was the biggest depositor in the bank. So we, our credit was not perfect at that point in our life. And, uh, we walk into the bank and I was convinced we were going to be turned down for this loan for a mortgage of all things. Mm. Uh, and, uh, the guy looked at us and said, well, you're approved. We didn't fill any paperwork, nothing. But the guy selling the farm was the biggest depositor in the bank. And he said, you will approve them. <laughs> so we didn't, wow. we didn't fill out a credit app. Nothing. Here's your mortgage. <laughs> so <laughs> That was pre-2008. <laughs> I like this one. Life is simpler. And a lot of these are just metaphors for life. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Especially now. That's why I wanted to yeah. do this now. Uh, life is simpler when you plow around the stump. You know, sometimes going through it's just not the easiest way. It's just, it's not worth it. No. I think that's what you have to do, right? Whatever that issue is, you just have to decide, is this worth me trying to tear the stump out or do I just work around it? That's a huge one with horses. Like, do you you try to change the horse behavior or do you simply change the environment to work with what's inherent in your horse? And I think we've all done both of those, right? Yeah. 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 Depending on how tired you were and how broke you were at the moment. <laughs> and the older you get, you're, you're, more, you're usually more broken <laughs> and therefore more tired. And that stump is just going to become a flower pot. <laughs> Guess what? I have right, I'm looking right inside my window. I planted a garden. Jennifer, four years ago, said, don't do that. You won't keep it up. It'll become weeded. And it's the most beautiful garden has been for four years. She regrets ever saying that because it's pretty. I have seen it. It's adorable. And in fact, when I first pulled up, I was like, 
who's the gardener? And she said, it's me. Glenn. There's a big stump. They cut the tree down a couple of years ago, and I chipped out the middle of the stump, and I planted this plant in it. Well, the plant has grown so large, you can't see the stump anymore. And it, our plants live all year here. So I actually dug under there. The stump's almost totally disintegrated from having this plant planted in it. Yeah, so, they do rot yeah. away. Sometimes eventually. you just have to rot the hell out of the stump. <laughs> I'm still stuck on our plants grow all year around here. That one is kind of stuck in my <laughs> throat. Yeah, I don't have to repl- replace me. Our annuals and perennials are pretty much the same. Uh, a bumblebee is considerably faster than a John Deere tractor. <laughs> 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 or a horse. <laughs> You always think yeah. you can outride, outrun the big big uh, horse fly, don't you? And nope, it sticks nope. with you. Uh, words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. Oh, so true. Well, how true is that today, isn't it? So true. Um, and yet I continue to yell at my teenager. <laughs> how does that, does that how work? Do I not get that? <laughs> yes, it does. It hurts. Forgive your enemies. It messes up their heads. <laughs> <laughs> like that one, actually. We've all learned that the hard way, too. Uh, oh, I love this one. Do not corner something that you know is meaner than you. Like me. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Like husbands learn that one right away. Yes. I think, <laughs> I think yes. We, if we don't learn that when you're in divorce court. Cause... Like the, the most dangerous word, <laughs> word spoken between a man and a woman is when the woman says, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. That's don't, when you've got her in a oh, corner. I don't especially so you know. corner a horsewoman. No. Yeah. <laughs> they know how to handle that situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, here. It, it it don't take a very big person to carry a grudge. So true. Do you are you a grudge carrier? Uh, only it's funny. I am not, you know me long enough that I don't yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there are a few things that I do and I hold on to them forever. Oh, so okay. there are a couple things that I do. And I'm I don't lose, you know me too, I don't lose my temper. I don't get mad very often. But there has been a couple times, you witnessed one of them. Uh, I, did. The, I, I did. I don't I give it. Back me up on this. I really don't get angry that often. I, I mean, no. I'm pretty whatever. You know, there's a difference between a grudge and when um, someone crosses a firm boundary and it's a reasonable boundary. But I don't do that very often either. But boy, there have been a few times once a year about and you witnessed the one of them on a guest we had on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's now going, which guess what? We're gonna find that <laughs> We're gonna find that interview. Uh every path has a few puddles. <laughs> I would say change that to if we're gonna make that modern, it's every path has large lakes. Uh, oh my god filled yeah. with snakes and yeah. copperheads and, yeah, and disease turtles and weeds yeah <laughs> when buck and i our very first vacation together we went to the caribbean and we were swimming in this beautiful blue water now i i didn't really know him that well i think we were we were probably seeing each other for not quite a year or i don't know maybe it was eight months or something and we we're swimming through this beautiful blue caribbean water and i'm chatting away i'm looking behind me and and all of a sudden we get into this like seaweed and it's thick and it's this brown red Ew. hot seaweed. <laughs> it got like hot you know and there was no way around it like i had to get to the dock in order to get to the dock, I had to swim through the hot seaweed. I freaked out so bad. I never swam so fast in my life. <laughs> I used to do the 50 free in high school. I think I blew away every record I ever set back then. <laughs> so we always refer to it as the hot seaweed moment because <laughs> life just sometimes you're you're cruising along and sometimes it puts some hot seaweed in your way and you just have to keep swimming. Ugh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ask him someday about the hot seaweed. It was really funny. <laughs> and it was fine. There was nothing in it. It just happened to be hot seaweed. <laughs> How about this one? Don't judge folks by their relatives. You know, I'm, I'm going to let everybody know. You think you're the only one with a screwed up family. Every freaking family I ever met, and I was in the estate business, every family I ever met screwed up. <laughs> just, yeah. So you truly can't judge people by their relatives. In fact, the more slick their life looks... Probably the more crazy it is behind that facade. Everybody has those relatives. It's just, you know, sometimes they're closer than others, you know, closer in in, uh, mm-hmm. in relativeness. But uh, there's a new word for you. I made that one up. Uh, 
Don't interfere with something that ain't bothering you none. And boy, this is one that social media could practice today. Uh, This is one that we have all as a society failed on. This old farmer never saw social, never saw Facebook or Twitter coming. <laughs> so. I, I I am so guilty of that. I'm like, Lena, you need to mind your own business. You need to just get that Mrs. Kravitz. I call Susie Mrs. Kravitz sometimes because she's always trying, like, she's in everybody else's business. She is me. She's my horse is a manifestation of me. I can't. I'm on Facebook and I you see somebody I know, you saying can't. something stupid. I'm like, and my I've just checked myself fire. pretty well now. I I often I, what I do when I want to make that knee jerk po- uh, comment is mm-hmm. I just say, "Is anybody going to care?" And the That's answer good. is every time, nope, nope, they're not going to nope. care. Nope. They're not going to care what I say. Am I? Is this post going to change the world? And I'm like, no, but it might change one person's mind. So just go ahead and do it. <laughs> Uh, if you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. That's an old one, but it's something that we all do all the time. And yeah, I, that's one that we never learn. Nope. Also guilty <laughs> Here's of that a, one. Another one we never learned. The most, most of the stuff people worry about ain't never going to happen anyway. But True. yet we worry anyway. Now, I think the older you get, I don't know if you're finding this, but the older you get, the less of that... Uh, I worry less than I did 20 years ago. I don't know why. Just because maybe we just get tired. You worry less than you did 20 years about ago. About every little thing. I, I mean, I was worried about every little thing back then. I, I do worry, worry less now than I did. I worry about different things. I think I'm always going to be a worrier, but um, I don't worry about silly things anymore. Like, you know, how much I weigh or... <laughs> yeah. Or how much money we're making or, you know. Yeah, your worries kind of change over time. Yeah. Yeah. And, but and I, does that, is, speaking of Father's Day, does that also affect, does the worries, uh, the worries that change over time go with the different thing, ages that your child becomes or children become because you're worried about different things for them over time too? Does that help change it? Yes. Well, No. I mean, my daughter's 17, and I have completely different worries. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, that that changes, too. But does that affect you? Yes. What you worry about. Yes, because when they're, when your kids are younger, you have more control over them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you, you worry, but your worry is contained. Like, you, you know, you can put them to bed. You can keep them in the house. You can kind of you can make sure they have a safe pony uh, but once they start to develop their own free will and they can drive then the worry changes it becomes more concentrated and more intense but like worry for me and for life in general as i get older you're right i think the worries are fewer and further between i have a couple more before we wrap this up um a couple of these that just are so apropos uh the biggest troublemaker you'll probably ever have to deal with watches you from the mirror every morning yes sir <laughs> yes sir and here's we one say that, go ahead and here's one that we all get always drink upstream from the herd <laughs> <laughs> i like that one and i'm going to leave you with this one especially apropos today um don't pick a fight with an old man. If he's too old to fight, he'll just kill you. <laughs> Talk about not worrying. Just get it done. <laughs> Let's leave on a just, positive, though. Live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and leave the rest to fate. Amen. Most time, it just comes down to common sense. So, and you can see an old farmer saying that. But I just love those. I thought that they were so, this was probably written 75 years ago, and mm. it still applies today. Right. I mean, it, nothing changes that way. Humans are humans. Uh, it's, you know, how we apply it may change, but <laughs> the fundamentals are, it's like teaching a horse. The fundamentals yes. of life are still the fundamentals of life. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> uh, very much. Very much. I need to think about that biggest troublemaker one. <laughs> I try not to look at myself in the mirror anymore. So maybe I need to. That do is that. true. As we get older, you know, guys have to shave those. I'm forced to. So. There's that. I just cut Buck's hair. We bought a Clippers. Yes, Jennifer cuts mine too. How'd it go? It came out really good. I was like, look what I can do. I know. 
He said, I'm never going to go out and get a haircut. That's what I said. I'm saving 20 (laughs) bucks a month. (laughs) I don't know that she liked that because it makes her nervous cutting it. But were you nervous? Well, because of when I first did it, he's like, do it like this. They do it. This is how they do it at the barbershop. That's what I'm saying, too. I'm like, you need to just slow your roll or or you're going to be bald in a minute. It wasn't hard, though. With the clippers and the guards, it's it's easier. The color, just, Were your guards color coded? No, and- ours were all black, so I have to remember the numbers. <laughs> ours had different colors, and that was pretty easy. And then I got all fancy, like getting around his ears Oh, she and did stuff. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to see that was successful. It was for me, too. I told her I'm never going out again. And this way and I'll get was, it done on time. I always put it off. I was never there on time. It was eight weeks. <laughs> so It was fun, too. And it was a good bonding moment. I, like, I think we bonded over it. <laughs> well, I'm glad. congratulations, hairdresser. <laughs> 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 all right, let's, uh, let's hear from Kentucky Forwards Products. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, we thank Kentucky Performance Products for their continued support of all of our shows. I'm happy to announce that they've signed on for another six months in all the shows. So that's 11 years. Wow. Never missing a week. Uh, I so. really like the new music on that. Isn't that nice? That yeah. I liked very much. Yeah, yeah the love story ones make people fun. cry. They, <laughs> We've heard from listeners, they're like, oh. <laughs> 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 hey, let's, uh, we're, I want to talk more about your show, but I have somebody waiting on the line here. Uh, Neil is from Wild Style Media. He's been the editor of our shows for years and years and years. And it's Father's Day. He's a dad and he has a cutest little girl. So I want to get him on because he also he also is doing a new store that is made for dads. So I'm going to get Neil on here. We'll chat about that. Hello, hello. Hi, Neil. You're Hi, on Neil. with Helena and I. Hi, Alina. How are you? Wow, I'm in the presence of famous people. <laughs> As if. It is good to work with Helena every once in a while. It just brings back a lot of memories. So it's good. <laughs> So, Neil, I teased this earlier in the show, but I haven't said, I said you open a new store and you're a dad. First of all, let's talk about you being a dad to the cutest little girl in the world. Aww. How's Tally doing? I'm I'm here at Tally headquarters. (laughs) How's how's Tally doing? (laughs) She's doing very, very well. Thank you. We're all doing very well. Uh, Still going through this whole COVID experience together, but uh, uh, she's doing really, really good. Well, now I, I noticed Tampa just announced that uh, because you know Florida's not following any rules like we don't know <laughs> like we normally don't. Um, no surprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Florida man story includes all of us apparently. Um, so they just made it mandatory to wear masks. They're going to throw you in the golf. Is that right? Is that the punishment? You yeah, they're going to throw you in the yeah. middle of the golf and leave you there. Kind of funny that you brought that up because uh, not even a day or so ago I was on Facebook doing my little wear your mask rant. You know, got a little bit of. A little hatred from that, right? Like, you know, we don't have to. They don't work. And then all of a sudden, hey, if you don't wear it, you get a citation, you know, <laughs> a day later. <laughs> How much is it in Tampa? I noticed the Keys. Key West just did this. The whole Keys did, actually. They just made mandatory mask wearing uh, mandatory because it, nobody was doing it down here either. And it's a $500 fine every time. I don't know how much it is here, but, you know, they also did it till like next year. So that just gives you a little sign of how long they expect for these things to occur and to stay. You know, like it's not expected to leave soon if they're making it mandatory in the Keys for almost another year. Wow. Well, it, it's June not like our cases haven't quadrupled in the last week yeah. here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, hmm, well, the once the it? summer wraps up up, up north, uh, all the... Yeah, we'll send them all up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Hey, I appreciate it. Maybe they'll come down here and... 
and do a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go pro- more more happy stuff. So Father's Day's coming up, and yes. uh, now they ca- they won't be able to get any of these products by Father's Day. But I wanted to have you on because. You said to me one day on Facebook, you said, uh, do you like watches? And I said, I love watches. And most people don't know that, but I love watches. I didn't watches. know that. Yeah. <laughs> and I have this habit of every time we take a cruise, and I know it's probably not the cheapest place to buy a watch, but they have really nice watches, and I love nice watches. I hardly ever wear them. You've seen some because I wear them to conferences. But, yeah. But I love the ones that you can see the innards. You know, you can oh, see yeah. the works. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... Uh, and my eyes are old, so I also love ones that the hands are, are real big, so I can actually see them. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so small watches don't work for me, but I I have several that I've bought on cruises. And last time though, Jennifer put her foot down and said, "Look, last four or five cruises you bought watches. <laughs> I'm buying a watch." So she bought a really nice watch this time, her first nice watch ever. And you started a store that's about watches and men's <laughs> stuff, right? I basically started the Glenn store. <laughs> yes. yes. But tell us, before but, you tell us about the store, tell everybody about your watch collection. Yeah, so what happened was, you know, I have all my life literally been addicted to watches. I mean, I, I grew up in Southern California, you know, and, and over there, like, you match your watch to your shoes, to your shirt. So if you're a Lakers fan, you're wearing a purple or a yellow watch. It has to match. It has yes. everything. And so growing up, um, a lot of my friends and even at work, people would kind of mess with me and make fun of me a lot about always having the watch match my shirt, for example, or whatever. I just always wanted to color match. And then all of a sudden, I start seeing them slowly wearing them. Even though they're bashing me every week, <laughs> they start buying watches. And, and you know what happened was um, when we were considering doing the store, I actually had this idea in 2006. I just didn't have the technology that's now so easily available for anyone to do this, by the way. And so I finally just said, you know, I want to do something that's different than film and video and the conference that we just put on and everything. And I just want something that's completely unrelated to what I do, that it's fun and that I can have fun picking the products. And if it all goes south, I can just wear them all. (laughs) (laughs) And so my wife loves, um, loves to accessorize. She loves to dress men, like men. She dresses us better than she dresses herself, you know? And so we decided to put a store together called Toma which I'll explain that later. And it's basically just a men's affordable luxury brand store. It also has bracelets, beaded bracelets, sunglasses, all of those great things. But primarily it's watches and it's everything from $30 up to like a full-blown diesel. Um, But it's just to give guys a chance to get something that looks really fancy, much like a cruise, right? But at at affordable prices. And so we decided to do this brand new venture together and it's gone really, really well. And it's actually super fun for me because I love to sit there and stare at watches and and pick them. And the selection is curated. I don't just randomly pick watches. I actually go through and literally pick watches for every style of person I can imagine. And it's been a really fun time. It launched on June 1st um, and, and we're just super excited to do something totally new, but also that we've been, I've been loving since God knows how long. So uh, I wait, I got to win in here. I got to win in here because when I met my husband, uh, I started to give him some suggestions because I'm a huge fashionista and I started to give him some suggestions on, you know, shoes and accessories. And every yeah. time we would go out, like the younger generation would come up to him and be like, we love your outfit or dude, super cool shoes. So he uh-huh. was like, Oh, you need to like, you need, yeah, we're not going out unless you put me together. So I'm looking at your curated selection and I love everything. Aww, so thank you. So it, they're so tailored, affordable, too. Um, <laughs> uh, super yeah, affordable, you. but tailored yet sharp. Um, they look luxurious, but there are things that are easy to wear. Like your, the men's bracelets are masculine, but they're chic. So I'm going to be trolling this. Like, well, anybody can wear those. I have a funny story since you brought it up, Lena. Like there's been guys that tell me as soon as I say, Hey, you should consider a bracelet. They're like, Oh my God. Oh no. Those are only, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It was you, wasn't it? (laughs) It was one of them. But anyway, um, what's funny is since then, uh, I've gotten like three or four of my most masculine buddies, you know, they're all wearing them. Like they came to my house to visit you. They're all wearing them. And it's like, I think a lot of these things, I, my dad used to tell me you could judge a man by his watch and his shoes, you know, and that's just what he said when he was said when I was much younger, because back in the day, you know, men wore timepieces to actually tell time. Today, we look at our phone and the watch is kind of like for looks, you know, and I kind of considered that in the pricing when you said, you know, it's so affordable. Well, because it is. I know they're not going to really look at it for time. They're wearing it to match that shirt. 
they're wearing it to match that suit or whatever. Um, so, but a lot of it too is like you said, it's all about once you get a personal style, then all of a sudden you feel better. Then you'll wear it more, like the sunglasses that we have and stuff. I kind of pick the stuff so like if you look carefully, I made sure there's like sunglass that matches a watch and a bracelet in that collection so that they'll bundle it. That's the goal, is that after a while they'll have fun shopping there. It's not like oh my wife made me go. It's more like I, I like that I can get a pair of like blue-ish colored shades with a blue-faced watch and a cool dark blue bracelet that I can wear with my awesome, you know, navy blue suit. And it just puts you all together. And I'm just trying – that's what I wanted to kind of bring back. And we're going to add tons of more stuff. We just started with bracelets, watches, and sunglasses so that we don't get overwhelmed as well. Um, but the goal is to give guys a, a choice and that they becomes a little fun again to maybe dress up. You know, guys today just don't dress up. I live in Florida where it's khaki shorts, a button-up, and a hat is a uniform here. You know, and I'm just trying to inspire people to even if you are in that casual mode, like let's say Glenn goes to a horse show or something and he's wearing shorts and a button up. But you know what? Maybe I'll throw on that nice little semi rose gold and blue watch that it'll make you pop and it'll just be an attract. Uh, people will talk to you. If nothing else, they'll just ask you about it. And then it creates a fun conversation. So and I, it's, we, you're surrounded by a lot of single people. <laughs> yeah. And I call it Toma because in, in, in the Hispanic world, you know, Venezuela, where I'm from, when you, when you, it's not only a, a word you use when somebody falls and you go, Toma, like that hurt. Right. They also use it in slang as a way to kind of, when they like something like a really nice car, you know, in America, we go, dang, yeah. we say Toma. Like that's awesome. That's I so, love this. So it's called shoptoma.com. And that's T O M A if you don't understand his mm-hmm. Venezuelan accent. Uh, T O M A. Yeah. Toma. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he says it. See, even that's like Doma. sexy. Toma. You if you're going to do it, you have to have a little swag just like the gear, right? And it's called yeah, Toma yeah. Gear. And uh, and in the future, what I'd really love to move to and get to is that we brand our own. In the, from all along, the goal is to brand our own gear and one day have a Toma gear store where you're buying Toma watches, Toma gear, not not just other brands, but actually our own. But that's, you know, that's the long play because Glenn taught me to play the long game <laughs> in everything I do. Speaking of which, but, yeah. I got to, hey, Neil, I got to whisper this, okay? So which one did you order me? The rose, gold, and blue. The pretty one. Is it the L-I-G-E one? Lige or whatever? Lige? No, I got you the one that's a rose, gold, and blue current, but we can get you that, Lige. That's not a problem. I'm putting that right now in the shopping cart, and I'm hitting checkout. This is how easy it is. Um, yeah, it's super easy. And you know what? I'll give you a code and all your listeners. Uh, you oh. can put T-O-M-A-15 at checkout, and they'll give you 15% off everything in the entire store. So okay, it'll be even cheaper than it already is on T-O-M-A-15. Right, I'm buying mm-hmm. a watch today. I love the, um, the, the Thin Minimalist watch, the Geneva. Oh, yeah. My wife picked those. And it's oh, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, and in mentioning that, uh, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. Is even though it's a men's store, all the watches, um, many of the watches are. We purposely pick some that were sort of thinner and slimmer, and so that maybe the ladies would go, "Hey, I can still wear that." Or B, the bracelets and the sunglasses are 90% unisex. So it's like a men's store, but we also realize that women shop for men. You know, more than men shop for men. And um, we kind of thought of that ahead of time. So we, there are some watches, especially on July 4th, we're going to promote one. That really is for everybody. We just, you know, wanted to start with men. We do have a plan to do Toma Kids and then Toma Classic for the ladies. It's all coming. It's Right now, we're just trying to, you know, one thing I've learned in doing business long enough is, you know, to not cast such a wide net to where we cannot fulfill. So right now we're just starting with something that I'm super comfortable in and I have a, a, a long experience in, but we're certainly going to be bringing on more and more products and, and stuff. So I told you I exciting. like wooden watches and you didn't tell me that you got some wooden watches. Oh yeah, we got more coming too. You know what's cool about this is if it, you just never get tired because I could always go and find you know almost anything. So if, if any listeners out there and they're like, I just wish you had leather bracelets, we have. I, I, I was thinking about you all. Uh, you know, we've got tons of leather bracelets. It's not just the beaded ones. If you look in there, there's like some that have like a four or five bracelets that are all leather together, and it makes a bigger bracelet. There's something for everybody there. You know, and I invite everybody to check out. It's, it's shopdoma.com. It's Shop-toma. really easy to. 
Com. Yeah, look yeah. at the go on to the four piece sets. Like there's they, a Superman one in there. Bang, yeah, right? <laughs> there's the um, tribal ones are really cool. There's some cam- like braided canvas and braided leather, right? Yeah, those are going pretty quickly. Actually, I was pretty surprised. I, I we weren't sure, but you know, you you got to understand when you're putting a store together. For anyone thinking about doing this, is you can't shop how you shop. You have to think about everyone. You know, I have to think of a Glenn. I have to think of me. I have to think of a young business guy who just got his first job that does want to wear a nice piece but he's brand new he doesn't have four hundred dollars he needs a lige like that for fifty dollars but you know what we also have a three hundred dollar one so when he gets that raise <laughs> or he moves up the ladder you know he, he can grow with the store so we're gonna keep adding um right now we're just trying to kind of get a gauge of what people want and you could tell that obviously by what's selling you know and so all right um, well i gotta ask you, know, you here before we go um yeah how many we watches, gotta go how many already? watches do you have Person. Oh gee, uh, 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 hold on. Let me see if the wifey's around. <laughs> you, do you mean? Do you mean in the collection? No, personally. See, personally, before <laughs> you ever started all of this, out so people could see, or in the back. Case. Well, how many total? <laughs> Let's go with the total here. It's like how how we ask how many horses people have. I want to know how I, many watches okay. you have. <laughs> I guess I'll I'll st- start by saying I used to have almost a hundred watches. <gasps> I, I I got to the point that I was literally buying them if it was a team I liked or something. You know, I had a watch for every occasion. Oh, uh, over the many years, I've whittled that down. I probably have about thirty. 30 to 35. Do you have the I little have, like, watch thing that vibrates to keep the, like my, mine are self-winding, the ones I have, but every time I put them on, of course, they're not wound and they have a little vibrating or turny watch thing. I don't have an automatic one yet. I'm actually going to get, there's two on the store, the tourbillons that they are automatic. Um, but the, I have like th- three boxes of the watch cases full. And then I have like 10 that are like, I call them my daily beat up. I could wear them every day and beat them up a bit. Um, but there most is people one have of, one, Neil, not 10. Because most people uh, are just, they're just going to buy that one brown leather band that matches Timex. jeans and their yeah. uniform. Right. But <laughs> the minute you start to wear a watch a little more like you match your shoes or your belt or your shirt, all of a sudden, it's not. All right, we need watch. to get him the hell off this show. He's too classy for us. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you, I think I'm listening to a couple of divas over here shopping. You put me and Jennifer are talking about horses to shame. Now I know people can't get them in time, but they could also print out a picture and you know say it's on the way, well, right? You know what? We're going to do a big July 4th thing so they can start ordering today and get it for the holiday weekend or whatever. But yeah, I mean, in, in time for Father's Day, you know, you, you thought about that a little too late, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. But, um, you know, Father's Day is every day. So um, it's a oh, good is coming, line you know? there, Neil. Good so, line. That's great. I, I like that line. I've call for two hours. But, <laughs> um, but in all reality, the holidays are coming. No reason to wait till later. You know, the world's going through a lot right now. and People are not focused on shopping. You know, maybe getting them something like that would be a great hey good vibe thing you right? got good all the salesman pitches down here buddy i can tell you there is a super cute um preppy looking geneva watch that i think horse girls would love it's the geneva nylon strap casual yeah. unisex watch it's 1999 they have pink it's like it's like our ribbon belts um so cute pink yeah, blue red one. white and blue all right, say goodbye, Neil. We have to go. Say goodbye. Okay. Well, love you guys. Thank you for your time. And Helena, thanks for being on my side. Oh, hey, anytime. And happy Father's Day, Neil. Thank you guys. Bye, Neil. Thanks for everything. We'll see you soon. Ciao. Can you imagine if you a hundred watches? Dude, you guys were getting into the watch thing. Like uh you, you I've never had a hundred watches, that's for damn sure. I collect like, I collect You could chess. do your own watch show. I could. I collected chess sets. So a lot of people don't know that, but I, I had to stop that because I didn't have room to put them all. Chess sets take yeah. up more room than watches. So I think I'm gonna have to switch. I'll sell all the chess sets and buy watches. I just may have bought one, by the way. A watch? Shh. Which one? The what one? The blue one. Um <laughs> I just checked out on PayPal. Of course, she looked at PayPal, so that's not going to work. Uh, I really like the wooden ones. I love wooden watches. I think they're cool. I don't know how long the they square last. wooden ones. Which one? They're, which they one, have, one did you? So, like? if you go to page one uh, of the watches, yeah. the Lige Luxury Sport Chronograph, right on page one, the blue one with the blue and the gold. I like that one. Oh yeah, I like that one. I could wear that every day. Oh, it's, it's not that. It's forty nine bucks. Yeah, that's not wood. No, no, the wooden ones below it in the second row. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. All right, we have to Bob go. Bob we have Bob to do Bob. some really bad ads. Right. We have to talk about right. your show. So let's talk okay. about your show first, and then we'll do some really bad ads. So okay. um, you, your show covers what kind of things? It's called Stall and Stable. Stall and Stable. Stall is about your horse. Horse keeping, some horse care. Stable is about the lifestyle. In essence, it's ideas for happy horse keeping. Sometimes that means making yourself happy, buying your own farm, getting a dump trailer. <laughs> and sometimes it means making your horse happy. Maybe you give them a fly mask to keep them comfortable. Maybe you um, have a massage or you, you know, you pull their shoes and you have them go barefoot. Uh, so Stolen Stable is all about um, keeping a happy horse so that when you get into the tack, they're not a raving maniac like mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a clip for us. Tell us about that. Um, my most recent episode which actually came out um, day before yesterday, I got a chance to interview Lori Rodriguez, who is an auditor. She's an HRN fan, but she's also a new backyard farm owner. She and her husband bought a property in Tallahassee, Florida, and she's got a little two-stall barn. And we had a real a lovely discussion about what it's like for her. And that's what this clip is about. Oops, is that right? Uh, yes, I I left the intro in. Okay. This is the Horse Radio Network. You're listening to the Stall and Stable Show: Ideas for Happy Horsekeeping. This podcast is brought to you by Sparkle and Boom Communications. One of my favorite things about podcasting is the opportunity it brings to connect with other horse owners, no matter where they may be and sharing their stories and ideas for happy horsekeeping. We welcome one such listener today, Lori Rodriguez from Tallahassee, Florida. Lori shares with us a bit about her life as a backyard horse owner in the Sunshine State, including how she handles the heat, the bugs, manure, maintenance, and more. So listen in. Okay, so you got a two-stall barn, nice-sized stalls, um, and now you fenced in your pasture, I assume. Yeah. So the, the pasture had fencing uh, already. Uh, it's about three and a half acres of the property or under the three board fencing for the horses. Okay. Um, and there's a funny story about that because when we're buying the house, I kept pitching to my husband, Oh, it's Reuben ready with the barn and the fencing. And we're just going to be able to just a couple small things and we're good to go. And then we got in and, and I'm starting to spend ridiculous amounts of money on boards and he goes, I thought you said the fence was great. I'm like, well, yeah, but then we moved in and I saw that this line needs to be rebuilt and these fences <laughs> need to be replaced. So I have a, we have the continual conversation of you said this was moving ready. Why are you spending X amount of money on this item? That seems completely un unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's learning there's a difference between moving ready and horse ready. Yes, Absolutely. You know what I heard there? You're all liars. You're just liars. <laughs> That's what you are. You lie to us all the time. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> we don't lie. We just, we tell our version uh -huh. of the truth. <laughs> or, or the truth as you know at that particular minute. Yeah, <laughs> we, you all know it's going to change. That's just that's what I heard there. I heard, but it does give you a feel for what the show is about, and it really is about horse care, right? About taking yes. care of your horse and and what what people do to do that successfully. And it's all stuff we have to deal with. We all have to replace those boards. I mean, my my landlord just replaced thousands of dollars worth of fencing. Uh, and you know, it's just, ugh. <laughs> it's, you, you, you have to do it, but at the end of the day, it's cheaper than boarding, honestly. Um, you know, depending on where you are, but it's really, it, it, in my, my opinion, I think, um, one of the things that I do love about the show is we, we do talk a lot about the small horse property, keeping horses, um, on a smaller, you know, under 10 acres, sometimes a lot of times under five acres, it, because I feel like the more people who buy horse properties and bring their horses home, the more homes we'll have for horses. And, um, I do believe that there is a home for every horse. So let's .com is the website. You can find it at any podcast player. You can also find it now on the horse radio network, all shows feed and also on our app. So look for it there. Thanks, Alina. You're welcome. All right. It's time. 
Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for some really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners send us ads they found on Craigslist or they found on Facebook, and we just have a little fun with them. And today, a lot of them are read by our listeners. So Helene and I got off easy today. We only have to read a couple, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Auditors, I wanted to make a point too. Hang out. I want to talk to Helene about something after the show and the post show. So hang out to after the show. So Helena, let's get yes. started with some uh, really bad ads. Now, I did want to mention that that uh, uh, horse lovers right now is uh, very busy. So, And the woman that I deal with normally to give us the prizes for the month has been off. So I'm offering a box of crap until we get the next load of prizes from horse lovers. So I was cleaning out my closet. I still found more crap in there. So a box of Glenn's crap from the closet is the coveted prize everybody wants anyway. So I'm giving away a box of crap. And did you get the Fergus print? Not yet. Okay. I Not have yet. one Fergus print left that I'm going to put in the box. And I think most people know it's. Uh, it was done by Jean Abernethy one night when we did a special. And she drew it during the special for an hour. And it's Helene and I. We were all dressed up that night doing an art show. And Helene and I with Fergus in the middle. It's the cutest drawing ever. And I had them printed out really nice. And I will send one in this box of crap. So, And people donated $180 to get one of those. So this is a $180 value just with the print right there. That's awesome. And there's only a few of them in the world, and uh, you'll, be, you'll be a lucky one to have one. It is really I cute. I can't wait to wait. get it. I found a barn board frame to Ooh. put it in. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. So I can't wait for you to get it, too. You're going to love it. All right, let's get started. And the first up today, I got to say that Really Bad Ads were also submitted by Angel Cassidy, Ursina, Rachel, Hannah, Alex, and Tiffany. We aren't going to be able to get to yours today because we had so many, but you're in the drawing for the prize. If you submit your own recording, you get double the entries for the prize every month. And Spirit did hers. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. Spirit Brooks calling from Oregon with a really bad ad. So this really bad ad is for Andy, Ultimate Kids Horse Family Horse, $7,500. And this was from Craigslist. So not very much punctuation, so bear with me. This horse has been used on Eastern Oregon's largest feedlots. For five years, he sorted thousands of cattle, roped and branded them, doctored them, moves all parts of his body forward to back, can rope on him, put anyone on him. Period. He's like your best friend. He'll give you hugs, kisses. He's easy to ride, half quarter horse, half Andalusian, but he hasn't been trained like the Spanish horses. He's been used on a ranch, period. You can gather him up like a dressage horse or drop him down like a Western pleasure horse or in a short time have him spinning like a rainer or working cattle or the ultimate kid's rope horse. When the weather was bad, freezing rain, thunderstorms, snow to his chest, this is the horse the guy would grab to go to work the cattle. And there's a phone number. So two pictures with this guy, and uh, you can't really see the horse in the picture, although it looks like uh, there is a guy with a yellow slicker in the midst of a herd of cows. And the other picture is a gray, uh, looks like a gelding, and it's sideways with a kid pulling back as hard as he can with a rope in his hand and the horse's mouth gaping um, and his head in his chest. So seventy five hundred for this guy. An Andalusian quarter horse uh, roper that worked on the ranch. (laughs) That can do anything, even dressage. (laughs) Why do people insist on taking the most horrible pictures ever and thinking that's going to sell a seventy five hundred dollar horse? I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) You're up, Vicky. Sent the next one from Vicky Dean. Pony horse in Zolfo Springs, Florida, for. $3,500. This guy was bought for my daughter who has changed her interest. He's a precious guy. I am his second owner. 
He's good ridding. He is strong and fast. I sent him to a cowboy for two mons because he had not been ridden in a long time. We lounge him before we ride. <laughs> I just have been doing that since I got him. Would consider a trade for a good trail horse of equal valve. <laughs> so I'm going to give you my crappy trail horse that's worth $3,500 for your good trail horse. I love this sentence. I will consider a trade for a good trail horse because this one ain't. <laughs> We lounge in before we ride. <laughs> and you know, I after having just gone car shopping, all I could think of when he said uh, he's a precious guy and the second owner is that I wanted to look up the Carfax and see if, <laughs> if he had an accident. This, this pony has been in an accident. <laughs> oh, anyway, I wonder if these people ever sell their horses. They probably do, and that's sad. Here, Robin sent the next one in. Livestock guardian horse. You heard right. She guards livestock and lets you know when something is wrong. Sally has been a great horse, but we no longer need her. She does all the basic goodies, stands for farrier, barefoot, tied and cross-tied, for baths and saddling, good for fly spray, hoof picking and sunscreen, easy to catch, loads on the trailer fine. We let her out of pen every day and she hangs out around the farm like one of the dogs. Used to cars, tractors, quads, dirt bikes, gunshots, generators, not a spooky horse. Goats, dogs, and chickens run under her all day long with no issues. Rides perfect around the ranch, but doesn't like to go out on trails unless you bring a goat along. I usually just have one on a rope tied to the horn to follow behind us. Not oh sure gosh. she'd go alone if she lived alone. Maybe if you and her were really good friends first. I've always just had goats. Maybe with another horse she would. Sally is 20, but acts more like she's 12. She has great feet and has never had a sick day. She's a Mustang, but don't let that change your mind. She's better behaved than some of the $80,000 Hanoverians I used to work with. Ideally, I'd like to trade her for a horse trailer, quad, or boat. Let me know what you have. <laughs> Otherwise, this lovely lady is listing for $2,000 OBO. Not for inexperienced beginners or young kids unsupervised. She's an older mare and will get her way if you let her. Does well with the proper hand. <laughs> So the whole first minute of the ad was how wonderful it does everything, and then it always is the last line that gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know, all that stuff I said at the beginning, forget that. You, you need an experienced rider because this horse is a jerk. That's the by the way. You remember, yeah. I've, I've spent the last you know couple of years horse shopping. Is always that you got one foot in the stirrup and you're swinging the other leg over, and it's, oh, by the way, <laughs> let me, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Ugh. That's all I got to say about that one. All right. The next one is our trailer of the week. And oh, my God. Um, Lorreen <laughs> sent this one in. Let me read it. Trailer, $800. Frame has been reworked. Extras included. Now, let me tell you about this trailer. It's in a junkyard. Literally, there's a piles of junk everywhere. Behind it, in front of it, to the side of it. It is buried. I don't know how you get the trailer out. Construction debris, tires. There's construction debris in it, around it, (laughs) under it. The the grass is so, you can't even see the tires. I don't know if it has tires. I don't know if it has tires or not. (laughs) You can't see the tires. But yours says rims. (laughs) I wonder if you have to move all the crap out of the way to get the trailer out if you buy it. If you're, oh, and it has graffiti on the trailer too. (laughs) Smiley faces. It's got a plate on it, it's registered. It was at one time. It looks like a Florida plate too. Oh my God, this is awful. I, I, I usually there's junk around it, but not on all four sides. It's going to take a, a bulldozer to get to the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> eight hundred dollars too is way over our four hundred dollar allowed limit for crappy there's trailer a lawnmower, of the week. An old lawnmower in front of it. I just it's this. It's like um, you know, where's Waldo? Yeah. The longer you look at the picture, the more crap you see in it. How do you like the smiley faces that somebody painted on them? <laughs> They're a little obscene. I, I don't know. It, it's a creepy smiley face. Looks like a happy smiley face. Uh, so if you want a project, uh, there you go. That's a project. You can do that. All right. Scott always sends us ads, uh, and Scott's best at reading ads, but his is really quiet, so I'm going to have to crank this up. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia with a bad ad from Facebook shared by Colleen Lapp and Auditors, and it reads, Satan's own personal rooster needs a new address. Do you hate your children or grandchildren? Do the neighbor kids keep coming and snooping on your property? I have the solution for you. 
Chaz is a grade A a-hole that wants nothing more than to murder children. His favorite thing to do when my children are outside playing is corner them and attempt to spur their eyes out. He also loves to climb up my back and attack me when I'm grabbing the eggs in the morning. Will he protect your flock from predators? Absolutely not. He will run and hide. The only thing he will attack is humans, especially the small ones. Will he breed your hens? Yes. All of them. All the time. Constantly. He is a beautiful bird, so he has that going for him. He turned one in May. For absolutely no charge, you can own your own personal disciple of Satan. If nobody wants him by tomorrow, he will be in the stew pot for dinner tomorrow evening. Update. Chaz has made it to the stew pot. I have decided to have him marinate in holy water in hopes that he will not possess my family when we eat him. I didn't see that end coming. (laughs) I can't believe there's people like this out there. I just can't. All right, you do Jenna's. Jenna McKay. (sighs) Okay. From North Texas area horse. Swap. Bay paint mare, five years old. Perfect horse to throw somebody on that you don't like very much. We'll get the job done every time. We purchased her with the name Carol already given to her, but we didn't know she earned it by being a man killer. PM me for more information. And then there's there's a dual photo of this adorable little paint horse bucking the buoy out of some like seven foot tall dude. And she is like, she is determined to put him six feet in the ground. I got to tell you, it was an honest ad. It was honest. Yeah. <laughs> Five years old. Oh, this makes me want her. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, Aaron sent this one in. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm calling from Vermont with a really bad ad from our local community email listserv. It is titled, Please Give Them a Home. The ad says, my cousin, comma, husband, comma, well-behaved small show dog and sister-in-law are seeking a two to three bedroom, two bath rental here in Vermont. Looking to stay two months. Can somebody offer these lovely folks respite? So I'm not sure how the show dog and sister-in-law are related to the cousin and husband, but that's a whole lot of folks living in a two bedroom house in lovely Vermont. So if anyone else is out there and wants to, um, to host this crew, let me know. I'll send you the ad. Yeah, I'll sign that one right up. What could go possibly <laughs> go wrong? <laughs> All right, two more we have time for. These were also done by our listeners. Kelly sent this one in. She said, this is from Craigslist in Minnesota. I've always wanted to have my dad, who is 74, read a bad ad from here because I thought we'd get to hear a good, authentic Minnesotan accent. I didn't coach him at all, so when he busted out the southern accent, I had to stifle giggles. Also, wait for the end. So here's 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 Dad. Blue Rome Philly horse, three thousand dollars, right here in Pine City. Dad Gummit, it's a two thousand eighteen AQHA Blue Rome Philly. She stands fifteen hands. She stands out with color. A booth with Hancock bloodlines that take her any direction. Bella is gorgeous, friendly, loads, trims. She comes running to have the halter to put on her and take her for a walk. Bella is used to being around cattle, dog tarps in the wind. <laughs> Should I buy that horse? Well, make an offer. <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> Dog parts in the wind. What's that? I, I, I lost it. I was trying to hear the southern accent. Uh, Kelly, uh, that uh, may have been a southern Minnesota accent. But <laughs> I, all I heard was dog parts in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let Lindsay end the day. This is Lindsay in Indiana with a farm-related item for sale. For a media sale, mid-sized hole, $15. Selling this hole I dug, $15 firm, but willing to negotiate, would be great for a fire pit or start to a bunker project. Honestly, the possibilities are endless. Would be a cool Mother's Day gift. Pick up only. (laughs) 
Oh, okay, that's what makes the world go round. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who submitted ads. We really appreciate it. If you want to submit an ad for next time, send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. And of course, you can find you can find Helena's show at sullenstable.com and at all podcast players. Please give it a try. Take a listen. We would appreciate that also. And thanks to Kentucky Performance Products for continuing their support of the Horse Radio Network for their 11th year. We really appreciate that more than anything right now that is for sure also thanks to our auditors for continuing to support us and we will be uh, hold on to after the closing music Helena and I are going to chat for a minute or two about something that I had to deal with and I thought was just (laughs) wow so anyway that's it that's it for today thank you Helena for joining me today I appreciate it what a wonderful way to spend my morning. Thanks for having me. And Jamie will be back next week. She's out at uh, Monty Roberts doing the movement this weekend. I know a lot of you signed up to watch the videos of her and Monty working together with a bunch of other professionals. It should be a lot of fun. So hope you get to enjoy her this weekend. And we'll see you all back here on Monday. Monday.